The Sunshine Patriot in a crisis shrinks from the service of their country. But winter is coming. Did you hear the call? Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your thoughts or convictions, you must be prepared for the hardships that come with the winter. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Join Odin and Fear and answer. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Deer. And today we're going to talk about, what the fuck, man? (laughs) All right, all right, all right. So, the world is already crazy. The world is trash and everything is garbage. And just to reiterate that point, 4,100 Russian troops have been captured crossing the southern border this year. You have 137,000 Russian troops that have just been put on high alert. Russia basically told Biden to go bound sand. China doesn't give a shit what the U.S. thinks because they fucking own 90% of us. You have mothers in a minivan, and we're going to talk about all these in in a little bit. Mothers in minivans who gets her ass kicked by a student runs into the minivan, and then proceeds to try to run over the children. And she uh, gets out with uh, $20,000 bail. Yeah, we're going to talk about that one a little bit more, because that's the story. But then you read deep and you realize uh, that one gets a whole lot worse. Yeah, it does. (laughs) But that was the headline. So... That and and that's just from today, only part of it. Hold on, we have more. But wait, there's more. It gets so much worse. So you have Pfizer CEO coming out and saying uh that you're gonna need three shots for each variant now. Uh you have Biden saying that we should thank him for lowering gas prices seven cents. Uh, nationwide, and we should be lucky that we pay our fair fucking share. Uh, that pisses me off. Let's see, what other crazy-ass news? And then we'll just go through and talk with them. Talk about them. Uh, let's see. What else? Oh, yes. I had mentioned a story on our last episode about the transgender and trans-age woman... <laughs> And that one is going to be the one that sets off Mr. Tear. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, hey, wait, wait. Don't forget this one. 12 major U.S. cities have hit an all-time homicide record, breaking records that were set last year. Yeah. Oh, and the Republican Party is fighting each other over stupid shit, which is pretty much a typical every day that ends in Y. I think we're going to start with that one because it's the one that I just want to smack people around with all the time. All right. Dan Crenshaw decides that Fucking he wants... Fucking rhino cunt. Hold Sorry. on, let me finish. He decides that he's going to get on and he's going to say that there are... What What was the exact quote? He said um, that we have grifters in our midst. 
So, like yourself? Because you voted for red flag laws. You voted for a vaccine database. You, uh, hmm. And, and, and in your little speech that you give, hold on, let me finish. In your little... In your little speech that you give, you say, look at the people who voted more consistently when the GOP was in charge for the first two years of Trump presidency, who voted for him and who voted against him. So let me get this straight. Your opinion of somebody who is a grifter is somebody who differs in opinion with the president of the United States, specifically Trump, because let's put it this way. If it was anybody else, you'd be like, eh, because it's not former President Trump is now King Trump in charge of the GOP party. And if you want to get elected, you need to be endorsed by Trump, right? So if you disagree with him, you are persona non grata and you are a grifter. If you absolutely suck his dick, then you're not a grifter and you're capable of independent thought. One of those two does not is not like the other one. It, it kind of reminds me of uh, the Q people fighting over which one of their dudes is actually Q. You know, is it Flynn or is it Lynn Woods or is it the Kraken lady? Is it, you know. I have a question for you. And, and this relates to Crenshaw. But you're you're a veteran, right? Yeah. You were... You, you've had a, a disability caused by your service. Yeah, I'm 100% service-connected disabled, yes. So, I have a question. Okay. Now, I'm going to give you a little shit here because you're about as blind as a bat. But you've never lost your balls. But apparently, losing an eyeball for Crenshaw was enough to lose his testicular fortitude. I don't know if... If the two are related, but it definitely seems that he can be hardline when it suits him and then suck Trump's dick when it suits him for that as well. It seems like it it almost seems like he knows who's in charge of the party and wants to seek to please that person or persons and who the fan base, the rabid fan base is and who they follow and take their orders from, which is scary in and of it fucking self. Now, mind you, you and I have a little differing opinion when it comes to Trump. I, I still think he's one of the best presidents we've ever had, but I have a problem. I have a problem with red flag laws. I have a problem with pushing vaccine mandates. I have a problem with overreach of power, regardless what side is reaching. Well, yeah, we do vary in that. I, I agree with all of those points, but I also disagree with the bump stock bans. I disagree with, you know, uh, and that's and, one of those I think is an overreach of power. It's not something, yeah. it was and, a reaction. However, there were times when he should have acted and he did not. Mm. 2020 the summer of love and he did it for the optics that was it he should have put that fucking thing down give them a week let them sit here and fucking do their protest for George Floyd and then lock that shit down especially if you and this is why I say when people go don't you like Trump I do like Trump 
I think that he was who we needed to be here to give us a temporary reprieve and to let some of us who've been in the in the trenches for a while sit here and recover because all of a sudden it wasn't on us. It was all on Trump. And I think that it made a lot of people lazy. But at the same time, if you believe that the virus is as fucking deadly as you think it was, why the fuck did you let all those people protest and riot and burn and pillage? And don't tell me that, oh, there's nothing we could do. Bullshit. Bullshit. Look at look at how fast you locked up January 6th. Let's be honest. There were way yeah. more people there than there were in go, any of the protests. Hold on. I heard the most asinine argument and, and def- from someone on our own side, apparently. Are claiming to be on our own side. And they made the statement that, you know, it was good that they locked up the people on January 6th because unlike the rioters, they attacked a federal building. I was like, so them trying to burn down federal courthouses doesn't fucking count? Right. Them or the ice stations? Yeah. Or the ice facilities? Them Last over- time I checked, those are all federal buildings. Them declaring themselves a sovereign nation of their own? Well, I mean, and and I get it. People say, go, but it's not the Capitol building. It's not the center of democracy. Hey! Center of democracy, my ass. That's the, that's the people's house. They work there because we elected them. That means they work for us, the American people. So if we want to go in there, then we can go in there. But you know what's interesting? Let me turn that argument upside down for a second. And yeah, I'm talking to a bunch of people on our own side. They're spineless cowards. The fact of the matter is, at least they took it to the source of their problem. Not to an innocent community or innocent family. They took it to the source of their fucking problem. Yeah, let, Let's explain this logic. I stand for Black Lives Matter. Great. So how are we going to, where are we going to protest and where are we going to riot and do all this stuff? I know. Let's burn down black owned businesses. I'm sorry, what? Mm-hmm. Let's kill a retired poli- black police officer who's trying to defend a business. I'm sorry, what? Let's disenfranchise and attack the people within our own communities to make cheap political points. I'm sorry, what? Oh, and let's make sure that the leaders of BLM all have mansions. I'm sorry, what? One of these things just doesn't belong here. Let's All of them. Let's threaten our own communities to destroy them and burn them in the middle of a pandemic where businesses, small businesses were already suffering. Let's attack them and damage their businesses so that they can never recover. You know, I swear I've seen this tactic before. Oh yes. The no. SA from Germany. No, I- Save it. Save it for a second. I'm going to let you bring that out in a second. Let's take it a step further. Let's not just attack small businesses. Let's have our leaders tell us it's okay to loot and to riot and to steal from Target for a 26-inch screen TV because nothing says progress like a new pair of sneakers. 
And then call it reparations when people ask me. Yeah. 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 Let's burn a whole bunch of books. Let's actually attack libraries, pull the books out, and burn them. Oh, see? I had one extra one to add before you brought it up. And I believe that all happened in one night. What was that night called? The night of the long night. Oh, no, wait. That's Kristallnacht. (laughs) There you go. Because, okay. So... For those of you, I know we have touched on German history so much, but it just happens to be one of the areas that I'm very studied in. The brown shirts, the essay, were created to cause chaos. Straight up. That's what their job was. Go burn, go loot, go riot. You know, all of those things. Attack certain populations, right? And... Hitler and the government at the time were all okay with them doing that. But the moment, and, and, and that was Kristallnacht. However, historical accounts say that that was in retaliation for something else. I don't buy it, but fuck it. Let them say what they're going to say. Right? <clears throat> when Hitler got tired of them, Hitler set up a strategic attack against the SA using his own super loyal troops, the SS, the Black Shirts. When he decided that they were no longer needed, he had the SS kill in what's known as the Night of the Long Knives, go kill all of the SA SA people and either kill them or arrest them. And... So we have the brown shirts, but who's going to take out the brown shirts? If it would have been Trump, this comparison would have been so easy for people on the left to accept. (laughs) But because Trump is not in charge, well, now who's the black shirts? I have theories and ideas. I think the expansion of the Capitol Police, who have no answer to direct law enforcement, might be one. Their oversight is literally Congress. They answer not to the president. They answer to the Speaker of the House and the Senate Majority Leader. How terrifying is that? They want to expand them. They already does. They already announced they have proposals that dwarfs the FBI in the United States. In they, fact, ha- they have jurisdiction wherever a Congress or a congressman or a federal building exists. Yeah, pretty much. They have jurisdiction. They they have no actual jurisdiction, which means they can go anywhere they want. That's the scary part. So, that's that story about how Dan Crenshaw decides he wants to suck Trump's dick and try to appease all of the Trump forever group. But what's interesting, though, is he turns right around and slaps him right in the face right afterwards. I mean, when you read it and you look at it and realize that Dan Crenshaw for the the past two years has been nothing but flip-flopping whatever got him the most clout. Yep political clout he's a whore and i know people like him like there are a lot of conservatives that i really like but 
him and Madison Cawthorn, the guy in the wheelchair. Like, he's younger, I kind of understand. Maybe he didn't quite, you know, you know, he got manipulated a little bit. But he also voted for the red flag laws. And in in the in the budget. And when they sit here and he go he literally knew from the moment he cast that vote that he was on a ticking time. So he goes on to TikTok to sit here and justify his reasoning. Well I know watered. I know what it says, but it's never going to happen. Really? Ever heard of prohibition? Mm-hmm. Just saying. Nobody ever thought it was going to get passed. I voted for it just because, yo, eh, eh. I can now stand with the the moral argument that I'm against alcohol. Okay. Or I'm against degeneracy. Okay. Guess what? You have to live with those consequences. Yep. So, that's that one. Let's go to the 12... The 12 states, because you sent me that story, and holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> so, what what happened was, they were reporting over the fact that the Fox News in New York has a all-American Christmas tree, and it got torched by some homeless bum. And um, then they started talking about how crime has erupted across the nation. Let me see if I can pull up that list again. Where was the cities? But anyway, it's like there are 12 major cities in the United States. And some of them you wouldn't actually believe that have already surpassed their all-time record of, of murders. Oh, that was uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh passed its, its all-time record of previous from 1990, 500 murders. They're at 532, and there's still three weeks left. Not that I'm saying everybody should go out there and say, try to beat, you know, make it, you know, stack those numbers. This is not the, those are rookie numbers. We got to get those numbers up. No, no, not that, not that. Let me, let me say something that's even worse. Like police officials have been talking about it like it's a war zone. And I can't blame them. But when you're talking about like in Philadelphia, where over 52 children have been killed this year alone. Right. One of them shot 18 times while they were sitting there waiting on the bus after school. Yeah. Places like Louisville, my home state, you know, my home, my home city, that's my birth city is Louisville. It's at the highest record it's ever been. Well, how about, I mean, but, but really some of these cities, it's their own fault, you know, with the whole defund the police, war on cops, you know, making them the bad guys. And then the whole no bail thing, you know, no oh. cash bail. Like, like, okay, let's take the story that's mentioned in the, in the, or let's take the example that they give in the, in the article where they have the homeless man who's released from jail, go beats up two women, gets arrested, and then the very next day is out on, again. After he beats up two women. Uh, that's your own fault, city. Just saying. Let me read you the list of these cities. Tucson, Albuquerque, Austin, St. Paul, Portland, Indianapolis, Louisville, Baton Rouge, 
Columbus, Philadelphia, Rochester, Toledo. None of those surprise me. No. Well, Louisville kind of, kind of surprises me. Why? Well, because everybody knows that Cardinal fans are just, you know, beta cucks. I, I kind of surprised that they could kill anybody. Wait, wait, wait. Louisville, Kentucky? Louisville, Kentucky. I can't say it like you say it, so. Louisville. Come on. Louisville. Come on, Florida, man. Louisville? It's not Louisville. Oh, my. Louisville? No. There's an S in there. Louisville. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) I hate you with a passion. (laughs) Oh, he's okay. But, you know, jokes aside, let's take it for serious for a second, though. You're looking at these places. You know, Chicago is almost at their all-time high. New York is getting closer to their all-time high. We got three weeks left. We're talking about a oh, Chicago city. can piss off. They're the ones you're saying that <laughs> that the the crime is increased because of fucking global warming and bullshit. No, fuck you. Wait, wait, hold on. I saw an article over that. Uh, she actually blames. Oh, what is Beetlejuice's name? I don't know. She looks like Beetlejuice. She yes. even wears a white and black striped suit, which I don't understand why you would do that. Um, oh, I'm going to sit here and have to find it for a second. But it, it's interesting that almost all these places are places where they have you know, defunded the police. They've, they've held back the police. It's almost They're, like if you penalize the police for doing their job, make them the bad guys and then want to eliminate them, they're not quite as motivated to go risk their lives for you. Or or there's not as many of them to go do the same job for a larger issue. Or maybe it's the fact that they're not fucking, that the criminals, they realize the criminals are never held accountable for the shit that they do wrong. For example, we all watched... We all watched the Kyle Rittenhouse case. And yet, when did they sit here and they bring up charges for people who were there that night who lit the businesses on fire? How about the felon who brought a gun and almost killed a child? Because that's how I'm going to phrase that particular incident. Right? Or... When are we going to hold the mother in the minivan? Ah, hold on. Before we do that, that was going to be a whole rage-inducing aneurysm on its own. But um, murder, she's blaming the rise in murder and the rise in petty theft in Chicago on the retailers because they're not doing enough to quell crime. The retailers. All right, rooftop Koreans, activate. (laughs) Now, for those of you who are going to call me racist, I grew up in California during the riots in 92, 93, right? And rooftop Koreans was a thing. These were people who decided that they were going to protect their businesses and fuck the police, right? When the police decided that they were going to let the riots go on, these individuals got to the top of their... Uh, businesses with guns and if you approach them 
with the intent to do wrong, they would shoot your ass. So apparently that's an okay thing now, according to the mayor of Chicago. Rooftop Koreans activate. I don't give a fuck. It's not racist. It's honest. And <laughs> uh, but are we surprised? Are we no. surprised? I mean, look at what's going on. We have people who reach out to us, you know, who don't want us to mention their names, and that's fine. Right? Who reach out to us and tell us, hey, how do I not get angry? How do I not let people get so pissed off? And and literally it comes down to this is what they want. They want to dehumanize us. They want us to sit here and look at the person across the street, the person who looks different than us, and they want us to hate them. They want us to be mad. Look at how they phrase certain stories against others. They're not stupid. They're doing it intentionally. They sit here and they want us to focus on shit that doesn't matter so that they can come in and save us. That's the problem with government is that they create problems. The media creates problems that then they can come and save us from. And they're responsible for them. I mean, let's be honest. How many people listen to the news go... Fuck, that is so wrong. I hate those types of people. And I'm not talking skin color. I'm talking about, say you're vaccinated and you believe that vaccinations are everything and you can't get out of your house and do the things you want to do because those fucking unvaxxed people. How many of you unvaxxed are like, just leave us the fuck alone. I don't give a shit. But when you tell me what I can't do, then fuck you. They're causing division and they're causing hate they this is what they want they want to feed it because it makes the upcoming like i have said repeatedly i'm sure on this podcast multiple times they want they want a civil war they want violence and they want it because they want to be able to capitalize on it that if an armed conflict arises, they will be totally justified for locking us all up, taking away our guns, you know, using the military to attack its own citizens. And if you don't think you won't, I really hope you would do some research throughout history and conformity studies, any of those, and watch what happens. They yeah. want to use it to take away the freedoms and liberties of everyone. Well, look, they wanted to use Rittenhouse to restrict your freedom to protect yourself. Think about that for a second. What was on trial was not Rittenhouse. It was your ability to defend yourself. And to defend your property, your business. Well, look what they That's did. That's what was on trial. Look what they did with January 6th. They t used that incident on January 6th, which may or may not have been a setup by the government. To sit here and then restrict and demonize people who protested on the right. It didn't stop BLM. It didn't stop Antifa. It didn't stop any of these people from going to march. But it stopped patriots from marching on the Capitol. It definitely slowed it down. Right? You had people who were afraid. You don't, don't any of you. Don't any of you claim that Patriot Front is Patriots marching on the Capitol just because that's still fresh in my mind. Now, there there were still there were still assemblies that 
that happen, right? The anti-vaccine ones, the medical freedom ones, stuff like that. But when it came to the... And if you watch them, a lot of them are more subdued than they were prior to January 6th. Does that make sense? Like... People go up and give a speech, and they're like, yay, and they wave their little flags, but they're not coming out in force. They're they're worried that they'll be targeted. Now, I'm sure there will come a time, depending on how far they want to push this whole vaccine bullshit, that we may see more vigor. But right now, people are afraid. They're afraid they're going to be targeted, especially since they're held without bail, without charges, without... Uh, showers in some cases where they get beat by the guards where they're tortured and kept in isolation for 23 hours a day for fucking trespassing. Nobody wants to sit here and stick their head up because they're afraid they're using the people who got arrested on January 6th unless they're a rat or a snitch or a glowworm themselves. Hey, we know one of them. Do we? Yeah, he's big, he's bad, he's bald, he's got more muscles than brains. I can't remember his name, though. Roid Rage? Oh, okay, yeah. (laughs) I had forgotten about him. I had to until you said something about somebody being a rat or a snitch. No, no, I I was talking about, like, the Patriot Front people who are all glowworms. Yeah, but I'm talking about this one because he actually left... He was actually there on January 6th and got let go. Oh, fuck it. If we're going to talk about it. He got arrested on January 7th. Released January 26th. He was charged with eight issues. And the Q shaman, who I think is a moron, was just sentenced to 41 months in jail. And all he did was go into the actual room and sit on the top like he was sitting on a throne. (laughs) Which I thought was fucking funny, but... It's funny. I mean, it's dumb to have done it. I I wouldn't have done it, but the simple fact is, you know, he did it. But when the Q Shaman gets 41 months... Yep. Yeah. And this wife-beaten sack of crap. But there's a lot of them like that, though. There are people who were locked up and have not been able to see their families. They've lost their jobs. They've lost, you know, their houses. Some of them have lost their families because the wives or the spouses went, nope, sorry, can't tie myself to this name. Right. Have lost everything. And did nothing besides, most of them did nothing besides trespass. Look, I have seen. And technically, it's not trespass. Uh, it is a public forum. Uh, what what pisses me off is that Congress wasn't even in the building. They were evacuated prior to because of a bomb threat at the RNC. I bet a lot of people didn't know that. There was one at the DNC too, but nobody ever talks about that one. That's because nobody cares. That's where they were building them. 
Not going there, but why not? I mean, they got the jihad squad. Oh, oh, oh did you hear that they want to sit here and punish the <laughs> Bober? The Laura, yeah, Laura Bober. They want to punish her because she said the jihad squad. Is it appropriate for a member of Congress? Probably not. To say it. But funny as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> because she was standing right there. Now, think about this, though. Now, if you and I were in a similar situation, and you come running up, and the police officer wanted to stop you, it's like, no, I don't think he's got any meth gators. He'll be fine. You'd <laughs> laugh. You'd think it's hysterical. Punch me in the gut and be like, you win bread Kentucky, fuck. And then we carry right on. Right. But that's because that's, that's what we do. Oh, I've, I've talked to, you know, I've had coworkers that have done worse. Literally, what happens is the police don't want to let her in. And. <laughs> doesn't have the rest of the jihad squad. She'll be fine. She's not making any bombs. Let's go. Is it off color? Yes. Oh, no, no, no. It's not just off color. It's our favorite word. Welcome to Everything is Racist. Just saying. <laughs> I'm going to go back to a statement that I've said. Every time someone goes, well, don't you ever think that that's offensive? Or I'm offended by this. It's like, yes, but I'm equally offended, probably more offended by your lack of spine. Yes, your lack of, fine, your lack of spine offends me. Uh, no, I mean, you listen to it, it's like, you know, <sighs> hey, before we get sidetracked onto politics, because we can go all night talking about this one. But you were going to bring up the the lady in Las Vegas? Yes, yes, yes. Now, check this out. There was a lady who got in a fight, got in an argument. She lost her argument, runs to the minivan. Probably a smart move. Expeditious retreat. Does she drive off? Well, kind of. She decides that in her infinite wisdom, she's going to attempt to run over the children at the middle school. So, wait, she lost a fist fight to a middle school student? Anyhow, so, no, I know. I know that's not who it was. But So, she loses the fight. She gets in the minivan. She starts doing motherfucking donuts in the parking lot to hit children. She hits, she, what do they call it? She sideswiped. No, no, they gave it a specific term. Clipped, yeah. She clipped. Four students and then drove off. So she All gets right, arrested. Right. Wait, wait. She gets arrested. She is given bail. Did we not learn this from Wakosha or Wakasha, whatever? The, the Christmas parade people. $20,000 bail and she's out. What? All right, go ahead. Fill in the details that I didn't. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to a dumpster fire wrapped in a train rack dipped in foobar and tossed in cluster fucks. Okay, here's what happened. Now, that the, what, what, what Odin gave you is what the media has been saying on the news. Here's what the actual report was saying. Jaquita... Madison, age 36. She faces four counts of battery with a deadly weapon. She gets into a fight with another parent 
because that par- the other parent's kid was bullying her kid, Madison's kid, right? And she gets out there, gets in her face and screaming at her, you know, acting, you know, thug life be what thug life be. And she's like, you know, no, 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 no. Your kid's going to fight my kid. That's what's going to happen. Your kid is going to fight my kid. And the other mother's like, hell no, you're crazy. So she runs back to the van, right? She gets to the back of the van, opens it up, pulls out a handgun and starts to wave it around, trying to force this other mother to have her kid fight Madison's kid. Okay. I watched the video. They don't show that. So I'm glad you brought that point. (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh, she gets back and then somebody goes, she got a gun, bro. She got a gun. So she puts the gun back down. Okay. Crisis averted. Nope. Time for the little dash of clusterfucks. She doesn't even close the back end of the door. She hops into the driver's seat, doesn't even close her door all the way, and starts trying to hit people with her car. Now, mind you, this all started because the mother that she got in a fight with, her kid apparently, allegedly made a Instagram page about Madison's kid making fun of him. Aww. That's what started all of this. And I'm sitting here going, woman, you are 36. You were 36, so you were trying to start an MMA match between a grudge match between two middle schoolers because you didn't raise your kid with enough balls and, and backbone to take care of his own self? Oh, please. It doesn't have to be any, anything to do with the mother. How about the, 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 the case in Minneapolis where oh, uh, uh, the, the group of thugs? Oh, we'll get to that one. Oh, I forgot about that one. We'll get to that in a second. Now, what's interesting about this is she's getting charged with four counts, right? She hit seven kids. When they pulled her over after she fled the scene, when they pulled her over, the reason they they figured out who it was was because she got into another altercation with road rage and tried to run somebody else over in the middle of the road. <laughs> I'm sensing a pattern here. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what the most? Now my prayers are for those kids that got clipped, but they said no serious injuries. Now, you want to know the scrapes. You want to know the saddest part of that? But the whole thing is That's that. Normal. Those kids, the kid, her son, was in the passenger seat of the van saying, get him, get him, mom, run them over, run them over. My mama's going to run you over. It's disturbing. Yep. We have reached such a level of moral ambiguity that right versus wrong no longer matters. It's what feels good, so it must be. Be good. Yeah. Let's see here. They, uh, I was wanting to read one more thing. Nah, I can't find it now, but no, I, I think about this. Lady. Like you, you, you have a gun then you go, Oh no, I can't use that. I'm going to use my two ton minivan. Cause I'm a soccer mom that thinks she's a thug. Uh, uh, you might want to reverse those two terms. She's a thug who thinks she's a soccer mom. No, 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 no. I want it to be as denigrating as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. 
Don't you remember I'm an equal opportunity offender? I offend everybody. Sure. With panache. No, you, you mentioned ju- just break it down. <laughs> You're an asshole with style. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> fine, fine. With a flair for the dramatic, just as a spice of life. But you mentioned, you know, you're talking about the other one where the 16 kids ran into the TikToker's house. Beat her. Minneapolis. Hmm? Beat her. Recorded themselves beating her, laughing about it, and recorded them as they walked away. Yeah. And it was a targeted attack. Yeah. You know what it was about? No. Apparently, the, the Somali... The young Somali lady that was a TikToker at that house, the one that was attacked, her right. and her daughter, she got into a fight with another TikToker that's big in Minneapolis, making TikToks back and forth, insulting each other. So, wait, wait, wait. And what you're telling me is that a fan, fans of a TikToker acted inappropriately because of beef online. Yes. The, this story plays out more often than I think we give it credit for. Yeah, don't we know it? <laughs> Except I kind of really wish they would have showed up. <laughs> but no, I mean, think about it, though. You, know, you realize these are all kids. And when I say kids, I, I, I know I'm 30, but we're talking 16 to 18 year olds. But see, my question is, they knew where she lived. They assaulted somebody in the hallway when they were walking up. No, they just bumped into him. Well, what what you hear in the video is a stupid ass and you hear something hit the ground. I'm pretty for sure someone punched him. It's possible. But it was targeted. My question is... How's that not a hate crime? They were all black. Oh. I guess you can't be racist or a hate crime if you're black. That is why I hate... That is why I despise hate crime legislation. To beat somebody's ass means that you hate them. At no point have I ever heard in all of the stories and all of the courtroom, you know, little courtroom stories, never have I heard. Well, no, I take that back. I have. Have I heard I'm going to beat that dude's ass because I love him? I was going to I have heard that before. I've said that. No. You heard me, where I point blank told one of our previous friends that uh, I would beat their ass because I loved them. Because I wanted them to wake up and stop being a moron. Fair. But no, 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 I mean, actually have done it. Fair. Okay, I'll give you that. And and I would still say that's not entirely true. There are a lot of crazy motherfuckers out there who think that they're killing their families to be with God because they think they're saving their souls and bullshit. Oh, hold on. You know, if we're going to talk about that for a second, you want to talk about sad? Something not particularly, but okay. Yeah, so it broke my heart, and I don't even have a heart. All right? I'm what we like to refer to as a soulless bastard. But this one hurt. That family in Germany. Oh, no, father, no, no. That is a horrible father, story. The father got caught using a, because he needed to have a vaccine passport to work. He faked a vaccine passport and he got caught. And because he was scared of what would happen, that they would be, you know, what was going to happen, what they were hearing was going to happen to them when the police were coming. He shot his kid, shot his wife and shot himself. 
out of fear. Yeah. What has happened to us that this is acceptable behavior? That's Germany. Ooh. Yeah, I, I, I need one of those. But no, I mean, yeah. Then we turn around, and then you're you're running into things like, like a woman trying to run over kids with her, her her vehicle because she can't even control herself. That's not a woman. That's not even a child. It's a fucking rabid animal and should be put down. Fair. Anyone that is willing to use a vehicle to kill people for no reason. Without provocation, because I'm going to be honest with you. If your kid cannot take up or stick up for themselves online, then maybe you shouldn't let your kid be online. Or maybe you should give them a little tougher skin. See, because it's shit like that. See, here's what's funny. That kid, I'll make a prediction with you, Odin. That kid is going to be the next kid that shoots up a school. Right? Because he has been taught that a violent reaction to someone who offends him or hurts his feelings is okay. He yep. is the next little thug wannabe. The next little bang baby. Better than that, he sits here and he's got street cred now. Yeah. Hey, hey, and just so y'all think I may be picking on just, you know, black people. It's the same problem with spineless fucking parents that want to be their children's friend that led to the shooting up in Michigan. Yeah, I've had to have that conversation with my son. Look, I am your father, not your friend. I can can be your friend when you're older. But I am your father. They were taught, and he was taught also that, you know, a violent reaction to someone who hurts your feelings is a healthy coping mechanism. This is what we get. You asked what happened? That. The lack of parenting, the lack of having an actual role model that's not into drugs, guns, money. When you were growing up, who, who were your role models? Fiction, besides, non-fiction. Besides my father? Yeah. Well, I'm a little weird because I, I didn't watch a lot of TV or, or listen to a lot of music growing up. I read a lot of books. My parents found out early on that I loved to read, so they bought me all sorts of things. So I have several fictional ones. Uh, Sherlock Holmes being one. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't tell me what kid didn't. Uh, my father being another, I will I'll freely admit that my father is one of my biggest role models. Marcus Aurelius. Okay. And surprisingly enough, the one movie I watch is Don Corleone. The Godfather. And it's funny because you would think that I would I would be easy on crime. No, I liked him because he he had this attitude of there are certain standards of behavior. Certain things which must not be done. Uh, I, you know, you live by a code, you you die by a code. Now, these are what I grew up with. 
you know, historical figures, people who actually did things in their life. Simon Kenton, who made Daniel Boone look like a little bitch, saved Daniel Boone's life multiple times. Yeah, you know, different things, you know, history, people from history. And then you turn around and I, even now, with, I mean, some of the other books I could read, I could say Dalinar from one of Brandon Sanderson's books. No, I, I have a lot of people that I've respected, but most of it's been either from fiction or history. But none of them have been these gun-toting, thug, wannabe, wife-beating, drug-taking sacks of shit. I was taught when men were men. Yeah. Men were men, women were women, and when I didn't have to check them for balls. Yeah. Well, no, the reason I bring that up is because when I was growing up, right, I know that I'm Frank older Sinatra. than you. Not quite that far back. No, no, that was one of mine, though. <laughs> Superman. Okay. When I was growing up, Superman, right, stood for truth, justice, and the American way. He was incorruptible force of good. I mean, there, there was the occasional, but, it, you know, with the red kryptonite thing, but he always did good. He always served the greater good. And he always stood up for what was right. Always. And he did it in the light, which was the opposite of Batman who worked in the dark. And I know a lot of people like Batman more than Superman and I don't fucking care. Let's put it this way. If Superman really lost the humanity that they put in, he doesn't stand a chance against Batman. But let, let me... Kryptonite bullet. When you, can, when you have a dude who could literally throw the earth into the sun, you can fuck all the way off with a kryptonite bullet. Just saying. So... <laughs> let but, the nerd fight begin. But here's, here's what... Here, here's... What happened is that for me, comics ended when Superman died. When that comic came out, that shook me to my core, right? Because, I mean, it was the death of a hero, right? This one broke me. And I wrote and I read it in novel form. I didn't read it in a comic book. Read it in novel form. That was the end of comic books for me. But now look at look at what Superman has become. He is now the bad guy. Now he removed true justice in the American way. They removed his incorruptibility. They removed him even being a hero. They made him a bad guy. You know, you got the new movie that came out, The Injustice, where they they make Superman this evil tyrant. They did all of these things to change him, to make him corruptible, to make him more human. But that has never been who Superman was. And to see that happen, and you wonder why society is fucked up. We take all of our heroes that maybe we could bridge that gap, that generational gap, and say and go... He's fucking evil now. Everything that my parents believed in was a lie. 
There is no absolute. There is no incorruptible. There is no high, super high, unattainable level. Now it is. No goal or shoot for. Yeah. Well, did that? My my father always told me that whenever I was setting goals for myself, he said that you should always aim for the stars because even if you miss, you can still hit the moon. Right. The best dreams in life are those that are unattainable. Because you will always strive for that which you cannot reach. One of my favorite motivational speakers says, the wolf on the hill is never as hungry as the wolf climbing the hill. He says, never sit at the top of that, never set a goal that you can reach without having another goal to reach. Always be the wolf on that hill. It's funny because we mentioned something like that the other day when we were talking about prepping. Prep for, you know, prep for a week. Okay, you got a week? Three months. Or three weeks. Yeah. Okay? You get three weeks, hit a month. Okay, you got a month? Three months. You got three months? Okay, a year. Yeah. Always move. And we, you hate it when you're, when you're looking at politics or, or other things. You don't want them to move the goalposts. And that's different. Making sure that your goal is always one step higher. Is laudable. It's commendable. Or, or start off by setting. Okay, ideally, my goal, my ultimate goal, is to be completely independent from the world around me. I can produce my own electricity. I can do my own water. I can grow my own food. That type of stuff. That's your ultimate goal. Okay, so that is the that is the star's goal, and then you sit here and you work on the smaller goals to get to that ultimate goal. It's like I told Dad, Adam. I, I was arguing with him about it. Like I'm a Odin. You've you've talked with me long enough to know that I never, you know, I always ask why. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't just accept. It. I ask why, and I'm like, okay, no, no, I want to fight about this. Let's go. Here's why I think that's wrong, and then I figured out I'm wrong. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Now let's why. And I kept asking. I was like, why would I want to aim for some un- unattainable goal? I will never be fulfilled. He goes, yes, but if you're climbing a mountain. And you realize you've never reached the summit, but if you look behind, you realize you weren't where you were. Yeah. You're making progress. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realize anymore. Like there is no, with the, in this age of instant gratification, there's no reason to set a goal. There's no consequences really for failing. And there's no reward for succeeding. Yeah. That's my two cents on the matter. We had a couple other articles to go over. Well, we're at an hour, so we may have to move those to the next episode. Okay. If we can remember what they are. Man, I was really wanting to talk about them Russians. We'll have to do a whole episode on the Russians. All right. Well, the next episode we'll dedicate to the Russians. All right. There we go. Because Putin came riding in on a bear and Biden shit himself. I'm going to go get my hat. (laughs) All right. And with that... (laughs) I wish we had a video video podcast just for that. Just, just watch you do the whole thing. And with that, thank you for joining us on another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tim. And we're out of here. Yeah. The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper 
of the Bifrost.